0: One of the things I've seen over the last 10 years that can make an incredible difference to the performance of the business is how you can engage with, attract, motivate and retain key employees within the business. And obviously, one of the best ways to do that is actually to have them become employee share plan owners that is to own equity in the business that they actually work for. It changes the way they engage, it changes their performance, and ultimately it changes the value and performance of the underlying business as well. It's a great topic and it's a really interesting thing for mid-market business owners to think about how they can improve performance through what is probably a little bit unusual in terms of business structuring and ownership, but becoming far more popular here in Australia. Hi, I'm Craig West, and in today's episode of Mid-Market Matters, we're going to be joined by Barbara Crossley, the Managing Director of Umwelt, which is an environmental consultancy in Newcastle. And Umwelt has successfully introduced an employee share ownership plan over the last few years, involving quite a number of employees and seen some really interesting changes in engagement, contribution and performance. We're going to find out from Barbara today how the employee share plan was designed and implemented, what was the process that was undertaken to educate and upskill employees around employee share ownership and what it's actually meant for the business, for Barb herself as the principal shareholder and the employees. Barb, thanks for joining us.
1: No problem, Craig. Pleasure.
0: We're talking about employee share ownership plan at Unwelt in your business. Tell us a little bit in the basic terms, what is it? How does it work?
1: So basically it's a process whereby a certain percentage of the profits each year go towards buying shares of the company and putting them in, in what we call an employee share plan trust mm-hmm. So to, to the benefit of the employees. Then those units from that trust are then distributed to the employees based on a, a range of performance metrics and, and considering their responsibility and their, the value that they add to the business. So over time, each year that we have a profit, the ownership in the employee trust grows. Mm-hmm. Uh, the percentage of our is owned increasingly by the employee share trust. And the uh, employee share plan participants, uh, assuming that we have a profit each year, their ownership of units in the employee share plan trust grows each year. There's two things that happen at the end of the financial year. We do our financial year audit. We declare a profit. A certain percentage of that profit goes to buying shares from the current owner um, and the, a certain percentage of that profit is distributed um, to the employees based on the units that they hold. So it's a, a process where ultimately the Employee Share Plan Trust will own all of Unwalt over a period of time. Tell
0: us a little bit about perhaps why you decided to go down this path.
1: So the, uh, we'd been looking for a number of years on what was going to be next in terms of succession. And uh, when we first spoke with yourself and Succession Plus, um, we were introduced to the employee share plan model. But, and for us, it was particularly enticing because we had a, at that time, a very uh, loyal and committed team of professionals that we really wanted them to share in the ownership going forward. But we knew that they weren't in a time and space in their lives to be able to be dipping heavily into their pockets. And the employee share plan model really seemed a, a, a great opportunity for the employees to getting involved over time. It's
0: a little bit of an unusual exit option. I mean, it's not, they're not all over the place. Employee share plans are a little bit unusual, um, but your business is very much, um, well, it's a very much a people business. Um, it relies on expertise and skill and talent of your, of your workforce. That was an important part of bringing it in as well, obviously.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Biggest challenge, you know, we're a professional consulting organisation. We provide environmental and, and social consulting expertise, and we've got a quite a broad and diverse range of talent, you know, and quite eclectic range of talent you know, from archaeologists archaeologist to ecologists to water resource engineers and environmental consultants and social impact assessment practitioners. And there, you know, it's a, you know, it's been a quite a journey to bring those that broad depth of and breadth of talent to, to together. And for us, the employee share plan succession model was in recognition that Unwalt is nothing without them. And we really, as you know, the, the founding shareholders, really wanted to be in a circumstance where there was a, an ability for the employees, the current employees and the future employees to share in the, their effort, in the returns from their efforts. And for us, the employee share model provided that opportunity.
0: Okay, so we might look at the business and the number of people and so on involved. I'm interested to find out about the journey, the process of actually you know, introducing it and how it was received and some of the, the feedback that you got from um, employees. There's, a, there's about 130-odd people in Unwell. How many of them are in the employee share plan?
1: We've just got to touch over 40 now, um, so we're only a few years in, about three years into the employee share plan. And we went through a process for a couple of years um, working with uh, yourself and Succession Plus to get the business ready for an employee share plan, make sure that we had the right governance model in place and set up the, uh, you know, the right considerations as to take uh, the, uh, the, the governing processes for, for the share plan as it worked for us in our business and the relevant entry criteria and the performance criteria and those relevant metrics. And to start to talk to the employees about what ownership meant and what that meant from a cultural and expectation point of view. So that journey took a, took a couple of years, um, but as we, you know, as we were going through that that journey, um, there was certainly a lot of, um, you know, anticipation and welcome anticipation from the employees. Um, the the explanation of the employee share plan process really needed dedicated sessions that yourself and, and Succession Plus delivered to explain the model, because it's not it's quite unique in terms of, certainly ourselves as business owners hadn't come across the, the detail before. Um, and then when we first engaged with Succession Plus, we looked around at different models and, and, um, and this one really suited us and it was quite a, well able to be articulated. But the concept of, Reaching certain profits and sharing those profits back into gaining ownership in the sh- employer share plan required quite deliberate um, processes of education um, in those early days. But it was well received, lots of anticipation. You
0: mentioned before you've got a seriously smart group of employees. Mm. Most of them are scientists and you know experts in very specific niche fields, mm. but not many of them have been business owners before. So there was a fair bit of education around what does it mean to become an owner, not just you know, an expert in geology, as you said.
1: That's right. That's right. And and really, that from our perspective, because we've got very passionate, largely technical specialists, that are very passionate about doing a good quality job, very passionate about delivering quality outcomes for our clients. From their perspective, the business side of things wasn't of particular interest to them mm. um, until the employee share plan came along. You know, the, the directors of the business would just sort that out and we'd, you know, it it would sort itself out. Yep. Um. So that education of... You know what it takes to run a commercial business, and well, in order for an employee share plan to work, and what what are the various things that contribute to uh, effective profitability, and therefore returns to the unit holders in the employee share plan that that took quite an education process yeah
0: and has that changed their approach now people more aware of it more familiar talking about it et cetera?
1: absolutely absolutely um there's you know we are now talking in, within the business and across the business right across the nation you know we are sharing our results monthly we're sharing the drivers for success from a commercial perspective and also the external and other influences that impact aspects of, of commercial return and people are understanding that far more broadly we've still got a journey to go mm. um, but they're certainly understanding it far more broadly and what it means to them as employee share owners and you know from the outside looking in and I look across those you know 40odd employees and you can see them operating differently day to day you can see them making decisions that uh, not only ensure that we deliver a quality uh, outcome for our clients but are also keenly focused on, on the our business and what we need for our business. Mm. And you can see them working with their counterparts and around them to go, well, hey, that's not cool. Um, let's do it this way because that's going to be better for the client and better for our business. Um, and they, they're really looking to value add both externally and internally. And it's um, quite a different mindset.
0: Okay. We've talked a lot about employees. What about the effect to other stakeholders, for example, some of your clients? Mm-hmm. Is that change the way they perceive the business or change the way you interact with them or not really?
1: Uh oh, it depends on the client, but absolutely. You know, th- those clients that are generally those clients that are regionally based or have a similar set of values and, and a similar culture, um, they really appreciate the employee share plan ownership. And they, you know, they really enjoy working for an Australian owned uh, mm. company um, because we compete with on the large, uh, mainly uh, multinationals, yep. um, first and foremost, and then secondly, knowing that there's an in, in increasing employee ownership, um, you know, they get a bit of a kick out of that.
0: So not just Australian-owned, but employee-owned oh, yeah, Australian-owned. Right. <laughs>
1: that's right. Yeah, it yeah. makes a big difference. It also makes a big difference for us from a recruitment point of view as well. Right. Um, so our employee share plan model is feels far more genuine than some that are out there. You know, there are a number of our competitors that purport to have employee ownership, but in harsh reality, when you have a good, hard look at it, you know, they might have 20%, 30% ownership all held at an executive level. Yeah, We have more than 40 people have a stake yep. in our company, and that'll grow over time. That includes our longest serving admin person, as well as our top executives, and everything in between.
0: Yep. Um, so that's yeah. So, it's quite broad-based. Very broad-based. More than a third of your people, obviously. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, in terms of the employee share plan and the introduction with employees, The plan going forward, you've got a third of the workforce at the moment.
1: As a business, our goal is that ultimately the whole of the organisation will be owned by employees in addition to myself. And the harsh reality is I'm also an employee because I'm working in the business. Arguably we're 100% owned now, um, but outside of my ownership, I expect uh, and uh, really looking forward to our strategic objective is that it's owned by or owned ultimately over the coming 10 years by the the broad-based employees.
0: And the employees are obviously keen to see that happen. They're participating in that journey. Absolutely. Okay. In terms of ongoing, you mentioned sort of ongoing education. There's still a journey to go. What do you think some of the things are that people need to get their head
1: around? There needs to be a continuous rerun of of the education programs because those that are in the scheme now understand it. And then occasionally they forget the detail because remembering these are technical specialists. Yep that are really not interested in the business stuff. In accounting and tax accounting and and, and, tax dividends and all and, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So yeah. they need, re, you know, they need reminders. And then, you know, we, we're always employing new people. You know, we've got different mm. challenges and new challenges and we're you get new people into the team and they're, they're coming to us with a keen interest of being uh, part of the employee share plan. So we need to occasionally nudge ourselves and remind ourselves to bring them on the journey. Um, so not just talk about it as a concept, but to give them sufficient education to be able to touch and feel it.
0: Yeah, and I guess that's – you mentioned before recruitment Mm. and using the employee share plan, maybe starting to think about doing that a bit more overtly as a real strategy to recruit people to say, we have a client, um, a planning client actually in North Sydney years ago who set up an employee share plan and basically ran ads, LinkedIn, et cetera, that said, you know, our target is to be Mm employee-owned. Come and work with Mm us. Mm -hmm. So it was quite an interesting strategy and they had incredible success at picking up people that would ordinarily not have applied.
1: That's right. That's right, and we're certainly using it somewhat in our recruitment processes now, but we could be far more avert about that.
0: So, I'm interested to find out a little bit more about um, individual employees and their response. Were there any negatives? Were there any people that sort of thought this was a bad idea or we didn't want to do it?
1: Didn't get one negative. Um, and, uh, you know, in all of the offers to join the employees, you know, we've probably had about a 95% uh, take up of that. Yep. Um, and the 5% that haven't taken up, in reality, they, they were in the departure lounge. You know, yep. they, they left within the month or two months because yep. they were already planned to head off for yep. their various reasons, for whatever, reason, whatever yep. life reasons, yep. um, and they didn't feel it was appropriate to take the offer. So, those that uh, stay on the journey, uh, it's 100% take up.
0: Yep. And financially, for both the business and for employees, hmm. um, are both better off? Is it about the same? Is it?
1: Look, I think over time, the business um, already is better off um, yep. for, yeah, for the focus on the business as well as the in the business that it brings, um, it's already better off. We're far more consistent in our commercial focus already, but there's more gains to be had in that context, most definitely. Yep. And for the employees, you know, they can see that there's a real journey here where, where not only is their capital growing, the value of the units that they hold in the employee share plan is growing year on year, but they're getting... Uh, you know the opportunity for inconsistent and increased uh, returns and distributions every year in terms and of dividends when dividends. the company pays a dividend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. we've deliberately backed the employee share plan, and that is our you know that's our primary financial reward program. We had previously had a, a series of bonus structures, fairly informal but quite generous bonus structures. Yep, and our biggest challenge was actually transitioning from those bonus structures for those that have been known them, for some of them for more than a decade into an employee share plan and have them trust us that ultimately they'd be better off. Yep. And it was really pleasing, um, you know, working with Succession Plus and working with the team to get them through that, that education piece and then over these last couple of years for them to actually see the fruits of that process and that, yes, they actually are ultimately going to be better off. Yep. Um, n- and not in the long term. They're already better off three years in.
0: And from a company point of view, you no longer have those bonus schemes. The bonus that's scheme right. now is the employee share plan.
1: Absolutely. Yep.
0: Okay. So it's not just succession. It's also part of your remuneration strategy Absolutely. now as well. Yep.
1: yep.
0: Okay. So really interesting to see how those two interpose because a lot of people think, you know, you can have a remuneration structure here and a succession structure here and they don't really talk to each other very often.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But what you're describing is a, a plan that's done
1: both. Absolutely. Yes. And, uh, you know, that was the piece that we were perhaps most concerned about. But it's been so effective, You know, people understand that the journey, the genuine journey, and they're seeing it grow year by year is for the company to be 100% employee-owned and and as the numbers grow. But they're also accepting the fact that, no, they don't get ad hoc bonuses. They don't even get... There's no structured bonus processes. They're well paid and yep. um, and they appreciate that. And we've got a whole heap of cultural initiatives around rewards. But in terms of monetary rewards... Um, you know, they are completely satisfied. I'm not hearing any issue in relation to the employee share plan.
0: In terms of management and control, one of the things I often get asked by owners of mid-market businesses thinking about an employee share plan is, "Well, oh, what about control? If I give my employees equity, they're going to come in and tell me what to do all day. How does that work in practice?
1: It was, again, I, can't, I hark back to the preparation before the rollout of the employee share plan. So we, we, you know, we had two directors and owners of the business Prior to rolling out the employee share plan, we created a formal board structure and that'll continue to evolve with the business. And we, as a mid-market company, we needed to do that in any case, Um, but it was absolutely essential for the employee share plan for the entrants and the participants to the employee share plan to understand the difference between ownership and control. So, and there's an education piece around that and there's been very much strong acceptance of that.
0: You talked before about um, employees stepping up to the mark. Mm. I think you used that sort of phrase, mm. and being more engaged and contributing more. What does that look like? What are they actually doing That's that you've seen that's changed?
1: Oh, sometimes it can be little and it can be large. You know, the little things could be, uh, are, you, know, you, you see uh, the people in the admin team thinking about their procurement of supplies and 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 how they go through processes to to save people's time because they know that in our business in, in a professional consulting world time is money. Yep. And they, and they're questioning themselves. You can you hear the conversation where they're going, Oh no, I'm not going to bother so and so with that now. I'm going to get this piece done, and then I'll take that that to them as a solution. So they're very much focused on efficiency and productivity yep, yep. far more than they were previously. At a bigger stake, those that are running and, and um, directing and managing projects are in a space that they understand absolutely that if they go over budget, they underscope it, that, that those overruns on on those, those particular projects go straight to the bottom line. Yep. So it's somewhat more heartfelt. Now that does not mean that we are have any perfection in that space, sure. Um, and and sometimes things just happen. Yep. But they're sort of taking their responsibilities far more seriously because they understand that it affects the whole. Yeah. Um, in terms of the outcomes. Yeah. From a commercial perspective.
0: And importantly, it's not they weren't doing a bad job before.
1: Oh no, not at all.
0: Of course, but not at they've, all. they've now just stepped up to a whole new level because this is all. this ownership type focus coming in.
1: And frankly, if we were, if we had a business there where we didn't have the culture that was strong, we didn't have an inspired team that were really passionate about what they wanted to do and we yep. didn't see the commitment that, that was there. We, we perhaps wouldn't have gone into you it. You might have gone down it. this road, yeah. But it's the right model for us because yep. the team is committed um, and whilst it wasn't broken, we yep. knew that it may become broken if they couldn't see a succession model in, the, in, in their future yep. that involved them.
0: And as you said, not broken but could be better, could yeah. always be better.
1: Always better, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, longer term, down the path you know, you're selling down to employees, you've got more employees coming on board. How do you think that'll change the dynamics or the culture of the business?
1: Oh, look, I think over time there'll be, um, as there are a greater percentage of owners, mm. um, there'll be a more consistent understanding of the business needs. And I think that th- there'll be more, a, a more consistent focus right across the business on productivity and performance in that regard. Um I firmly believe that it is already affecting uh, in, positively, influencing yep. Uh, retention. Yep. Um, I, I, I believe that as we get a lot further down this track and, and particularly where we've got some people that have are growing, you know, fairly large uh, stakes in the pie yep. over time, um, but that, that that retention and, and focus is gonna, going to continue as well. Just but, to continue to grow. Mm, yeah, yeah. As the plan
0: grows. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Over time. Um, before we wrap up, one last tip around employee share plans and introducing them for mid-market businesses. What would you say?
1: Be prepared. G- get your, your work done before you introduce it to the employees. Um, be really clear on your sell down strategy for the existing shareholders about what you're prepared to commit to over what time, and engage a special slight like succession plus to help you on the journey because it is a journey. It's not something you just roll out and forget. You've got to maintain it year on year. Okay.
0: Thanks very much for joining us, Bob.
1: No worries at all. Pleasure.
0: And of course, if you want more tools and information to help you with what we've just talked about, head to the Market Matters resources page at midmarketmatters.com.au.